Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. Tactic Talk is brought to you by the most active community of outdoor enthusiasts, period. Connect with local hunters, anglers, discuss gear, learn tactics from outdoor headlines, share tales. Go Wild is like a digital campfire with your buddies. If you are posting on other social platforms and finding that content is being restricted, not approved, uh, not meeting community guidelines, you're not going to find that here. This is a platform built for outdoor enthusiasts, hunters, anglers, you name it. Head over to timetogowild.com to learn more. Brought to you by the Where to Hunt podcast. It's Tactical Talk with real hunters getting it done across the nation. Hey everybody, Eric Clark here with the Where to Hunt podcast. Uh, back this week on another Tactic Talk. Uh, with us, we have John Stewart, who actually guested on our full episode uh, earlier this week, but we want to bring him back on for another Tactic Talk, which was readily, uh, originally had planned, uh, to talk about what's happening right now, pre-rut slash peak rut, this kind of like right on the cusp. And we want to hear about what, John, what you're doing out in uh, PA, because it's really tough to hunt out there. So I think your advice could go far for everybody listening. Yeah, sure, Eric. I'm happy to share some advice. So, um, you know, right now, what is the date? The 28th? Am I right? Yep, yep. So, yeah, I'm preparing to get some hunting in this weekend. I'm just now getting serious about my hunting. And I just just talked to Eric before we got on the air about um, I'm washing my clothes, making sure everything's ready. My underwear, everything, socks. I always hunt with a mask because this is the time right before the rut. You know, you're going to spend a lot of time in the woods and you want to be sent free. And already a bunch of guys been out hunting them, maybe educated them or the mature deer already know. There's a lot of places here in PA you can't play to win. So I can't stress how important being sent free is. Um, and it's tough sometimes getting in. I'll carry my clothes if I have to, you know, even cool down. And there's times I even got in a creek and uh, near took water, washed my head, rubbed mud on my face, hand, you know, just kind of cover scent, whatever you could do to get in there. But yeah, I'm washing my stuff now and even my towels that before, uh, you know, if I get a scent-free shower before I hunt, my towels are even scent-free. Um, so, and watch where you hang them. I know we go to our camp and we got a wood uh, wood burner going and you, you got that smoke and that, I don't like even smelling like a fire. So it's tough to have, do all this. And that's why I don't hunt uh, a lot because you got to, all these steps, everything got to be done right. But as far as now, hopefully you have a deer scouted out that you're on to you know, and you, you got a place that you, you know, you should have most of your scouting done um, to where get in. I know we talked yesterday about getting close to where the deer are uh, feel comfortable because a lot of these mature bucks still they're you know, maybe a couple of days a week, they're dumb, but other than and roaming and walking and it's just a random, you might see them in someone's front yard or, you know what I mean? But for the most part, they're, they're, their survival is first, then, they carry on their genes They're they've been through some tough winters. They've been shot at it and they're, you know, they're a prey. Um, and they know there's predators out there, so they want to survive. And so they still got some sense about them. These mature deer. So 
don't think they're just going to be walking around, you know, for weeks on end looking for a doe. You might have that one peak that they are. So they're still going to be in their comfort zone where people aren't at on the public land. Um, does will even gravitate toward them deer. They don't, they don't, those don't like to be bothered either. Um, so yeah, hopefully you got your spots picked out and I'm going to, I got, I got a handful of deer, four deer in PA that I'm hunting. I got other States. I already got cameras in. I got an idea where I'm ready to hunt and, um, how I'm going to attack it, how you're going to enter. Um, but there's even times that I'll go in at daylight, um, and hunt. A lot of them bucks don't start hiking around till eight, nine, 10, 10 to two is your best time, great time to shoot a deer. Uh, so get scent free, get in there. And there's, you don't even have to, um, don't feel like you have to sit in a tree daylight to dark for a week. That's difficult getting in there. It's, it, you know, make it enjoyable. I'll sometimes have a blind, maybe 300 yards away, get down, take a walk, go sit in a blind, break it up for a day or have another stand close by. Um, but you should be out there as much as you can, you know, in the next week or two. Um, that's when your best chances are. So, um, yeah, have a couple spots ready, maybe close by or get in your vehicle and, and, um, go somewhere else. And I found out in the past, I used to hunt, uh, I'd take work off from like October to January. And that's all I did was hunt, travel to different States and hunt. And I found out that I could only go hard for four or five days. Then you're just mentally, physically, you're drained, you're in a tree, you're getting up early and then you'll start making mistakes. You're going to slip up when you need to be on it. So, um, and then you spook the deer you're after. And so you're back to square one. Now, what do I do? So, yeah, it seems like about four or five days I hit it hard. And, hey, maybe sleep in one day, maybe go check another spot out. I keep scouting, you know, in the next two weeks, I'll, I still got cameras out there. I'm, I'm uh, pulling them cameras and checking where um, the deer are, take a little walk during the day, sneak around, find, um, find maybe another spot. If you comp compromise yours, maybe someone else is in there. But, um, yeah, I think that's your best bet here in the next two weeks. Make sure you're scent free. Make sure you do everything right. Don't hope for that deer. He's still got his senses about him. And um, ask yourself, hey, will this deer, is, can I see this deer coming through here in a daytime? If you can answer your question, yes, well, then sit there and be optimistic. Believe in your spots, but don't hope that a deer's coming. Uh, see it, and, and you can believe it, you know, but you got to see it the deer coming through there, whether the camera tells you or, or the signs there or, or what it is, but yeah, you should have your spots picked out. Um, like I said, maybe go hard four or five days, take a little break. If you know, if you got a whole week planned and if you're going to a different spot that you haven't hunted, um, maybe it's a, you got a trip planned out of state. Um, um, when you get there, spend your two or three days, maybe you got a week. I'd rather hunt two or three days, I mean, scout two or three days and hunt two or three days. Find that fresh sign. Find where maybe some does are where you jump deer. Put that in your memory bank because guys might have been pounding the public land you're hunting. And there's times, uh, like last year, for instance, I went to at a piece of public land and I dropped one or two cameras. I went back and no, I didn't get down there until about the second, third week of November. And I got there about an hour before dark. I just hiked through the woods. I just, as fast as I could, speed scouting, looking for sign seeing where guys are hunting, see the leaves beat down. This guy's been walking to this tree every day. Okay, this is a compromise. Maybe I jumped a doe. Okay, put that, okay, this deer's here for a reason. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid to, you know, if you're going to a spot, don't be, you know, you can sneak through, but you don't have the time. If you're going to a new area, hike around, uh, find that fresh sign, and then get in there and hunt it. Um, don't tiptoe around the area 
and then you'll hunt all week. And then the last couple of days, you, you want to get down out of your tree and go scout around like, oh, man, I should have been over here. Here's what a sign is. So do it first. Do it right off the bat. Hike through there. Um, find where the people aren't and find that, you know, by then you're going to the leaves are down. You're going to start seeing maybe I don't know if you'll see some scrapes. You'll see some rubbers, but leaves kept, kicked up. See, find that fresh sign and stick there a couple of days, honey. But don't be afraid to get down and uh, check check areas out during the hunt or previous to hunt and feel good, be confident about yourself. Well, this time of year, are you doing any sort of like, are you using any sort of game calls? Are you rattling? Um, no, you know, I are don't. Do anything like that or is that no, not? I just get in that right spot. I, I'll have a grunt, you know, more times than none, it don't work. And that bleak can, it's like, oh, I've heard it. It just, to me, it's like, <laughs> it's just i just get in the right spot maybe give a little little bleat with my 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 mouth right you know i'll take a maybe take a grunt call but more times than none they don't want to they ain't even looking for a fight they're on their own you know they're something i'm not saying it doesn't work you could try it if there's one out 50 60 yards or that snort wheeze mm-hmm. um try that um i carry a grunt call but you know maybe blind grunting uh no i just i don't know i just get in there and get focused and kind of know I'm in the right spot, but yeah, maybe have a grunt call with you. And, um, that's just, that's just, just in case things. So it's not part of like the strategy. It's good to know. You know, I just asked because, you know, with the rut happening, you know, I've, I've been in a hunt, um, gosh, maybe five years ago or something where, you know, we'd rattled and stomped and, you know, rustled up some leaves and, and brush and stuff. And we called in a nice eight pointer, uh, on a morning sit during the, the rut. And I was like, holy shit, it works. You know, so that yeah, was kind really. of interesting to see that kind of activity draw something in. Um, but that, you know, not everyone's doing that. I just wondered, is this the time of year that you ought to be trying that if you're going to do it? Cause I know a couple of weeks ago, you'd probably scare something off. It doesn't make sense. That's not what they're doing. Yeah. You know, another thing I did, I talked to, I talked on other podcasts about when I'm entering my, uh, stand site, I'll walk like a deer, he'll toe, at one time a deer was laying on a buck was laying under my tree i got damn near 20 30 yards from him and he because he I sounded like a deer and he just couldn't it couldn't it just confused him he went out I, he actually watched me get up in a tree and, and it was on his daylight and he still and he did a big circle around and couldn't smell me but um <laughs> sound like an animal and then sometimes i'll get a rope and tie a like a six foot uh one inch diameter tree limb to and i'll just bounce it on the ground like like I'd rather do that. I do that sometimes when I got my bow rope and that's what I'll do. I'll hang a tree, uh, you know, and just bounce it like a deer, like you can, you know, how it, if you got some leaves under, you can kind of, you know, cause sometimes you'll grunt and he'll look over and he'll say, I don't see nothing, but that, that sound of a deer walking, that's un- unmistakable for him. I've um, never heard anyone doing that before. That's a good tip. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's something I've, I've done a lot in the past. Sound like a deer walking, you know, I, it uh, and then walk in, hill toe, sound like a deer. Maybe that's maybe sometimes when I get a grunt call. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a tactic I use sometimes when I'm. I just hate blowing that grunt. Right. Yeah. Blindly. Yeah. I'm with you there. If you want to maybe try to draw one in, if you got eyes on him and he's too far out of range, yeah, it might bring him in. You know, I've seen that happen in enough videos where it's like, oh shit, it worked, uh, kind of thing. But I haven't. You know, I, I get too scared to like give my position away, <laughs> you know, for the deer. Right. I don't want them to know that I'm there. And so. they can pinpoint that. And then guys would run, maybe get his attention then stop. Don't do any more. Don't let him know where you're at. Cause he's already locked onto you. And I found sometimes a lot of times they need two senses. They need to not just hear that grunt. Oh, there's a, 
hear you, see you, hear you, smell you, you know, uh, some of that nature. And that's why sometimes I, I bounce a tree limb on the ground and give a different, that's unmistakable. They know how a human sounds walking and they know exactly, that's a deer over there. Yeah. I heard a deer walking. So, yeah, and a lot of times you're hunting in bucks, a lot of t- you're in uh, some thicker area, your shot's maybe only 20, 30. Um, so he's already in range if you see him. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's a definitely a tip sound like a deer when you're out there. Don't, you know, you start sneaking and deer knows what it like. Here's, you know, when a human's sneaking through the woods and that just freaks them out. So unless you're like super quiet and you're actually sneaking yeah. effectively, that's different. You're you know? right. If there's an, if you can get in super quiet, but when them leaves are crunchy, there's a heavy frost. It's like, Oh my God, I'm here. So a lot of times that's why if I don't walk in sounding like a deer before daylight, I'll do it in a day, you know, I'll do it during the daylight or, you know, eight, nine o'clock, the deer are up moving, the woods are coming to life. You can kind of get in a little quieter where they're, they're yeah. not going to. And if you ever you. hear a buck get out of his bed, you know, like they, they're breaking through shit. They're, they're yeah. tripping there. Everything's crackling. It's like, holy, you can hear that buck running out of there. So um, they're not shy about making noise if something's going on, you know, that's, they're You're running up. into area. I mean, I remember, uh, was it last year, the year before? I think uh, I heard a huge crash, and I thought, "Oh man, here comes a hunter!" And it was a, it was, it was a big guy chasing a little guy out of his territory. And I was like, "Oh, those are those are bucks," you know, like they were making all sorts of noise. Yeah, them bucks go through the woods, sound like a bulldozer coming because they they'll make the noise. They, but they're so they do it because they're used to the area they're walking. They're not used to getting um, bumped by. They're they're confident in where they're heading, and nobody's around. That's why they do it. I. I Real quick, I had a buck that I hunted years ago. It was a ridge, and it just it dropped over. Um, the ridge kind of dropped in elevation, maybe 20 feet. Well, I found this seven-point. Just tell you about mature bucks and how they do the same thing because they're confident in it. So the ridge went and it dropped 20 feet to the lower uh, elevation, and it was level beyond that. And so this buck was crossing. He would come up perpendicular head toward the ridge and he would go around that little it's kind of like a little point and he would go around and down the other side so i i got up in a tree there this was before cameras and that and it was a seven point he come up um and i passed him up he was probably 127 and so he wouldn't he didn't go up over the ridge he went around that little point and down the other side so i ended up shooting another deer and i told my buddy i said get in this cherry tree there's a seven point probably 125 130 nice heavy body deer so he was getting in a tree, pulling his bow up. The deer come under him and went around that point, and he couldn't get a shot at it. Two years later, I went to the same tree. I didn't even hunt that spot. I said, I'm going to go get that tree again. He did the same thing two years later. Mm-hmm. And when he got up, he was laying down at the bottom, and he sounded like a bulldozer coming up through the woods coughing. I tell people about deer coughing and stuff like that because he's done this. He's safe, and it was kind of thick where he traveled, and I got him then. But uh, he did the same thing for two, three years in a row. Like the deer I'm after now is an old mature eight. I think I'm on to him and he's in the creek. He's doing the same thing. He's in that uh, seam. That's where he lives. You know, you got to find that. But I mean, I could keep going on, Eric. No, it's all good. It's all good stuff. You know, it's, um, you know, this is a time to make a move. It's a time to get, get out there. Don't, don't overextend yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Stay optimistic. Scout, scout, scout. Scouting is hunting. To a degree. And, um, you know, like I like the concept of having like a blind that you could go to 300 yards away or something like, don't be afraid to mix it up. Don't be afraid to like break some things, so to speak to, you know, cause it's 
worst that's going to happen, you're going to bump them. And now you've got, now you've got more Intel on your side so you can make a, a better decision. You can, you know, think critically yeah. about what had just happened there. Why was the buck traveling the way he was? What was the wind direction? Where did he go? Where mm-hmm. was it coming from? And now you can use that to your advantage for, you know, the afternoon sit or the next day or whatever. Um, so it's, it's all it's good. Easy. It's easy to get burned out when you're trying to hunt every day, dark to dark. And honestly, I have a hard, I'm not Superman. I've had a hard time doing it because, oh, I mean, what do you mean you ain't out hunting? I'm burned out. But if you do it every day, you're going to get in, and you're better off instead of making a mistake. Take that day off. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah, so. it's all good. No, that's good. Thanks for thanks for jumping on to talk about that stuff. Yeah, no problem, Eric. Hopefully everybody gets out there and gets their buck. It's a time time to be in the woods. So Hell yeah. <laughs>